This bitch had the audacity to come to my birthday party with a birthday gift. What the f is that supposed to mean, bitch? Let's go to a clip. It's my mother birthday. Uh, we know it's your birthday. Happy birthday, bitch. So you just gonna bring me a birthday gift on my birthday to my birthday party on my birthday with a birthday gift? Happy birthday? Bitch. Stay out my mother out, bitch. Me and Candy were real close until she decided to pull that snake birthday thing she did. That is the most inconsiderate thing you could do to a person on their birthday. I wasn't feeling that. Monica. <laughs> and y'all, it's our anniversary. <laughs> our birthday is doing you would rather call it. Anyway. Our birthday bursary. It, our, <laughs> wait, say it again. Say it again. Birthday bursary. Birthday bursary. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and joining us tonight, we have two very special guest friends of the pod. You might remember. Um, we have a visiting with us again. LaShonda. Hi, y'all. Hey. And we have Robin. Hey, Robin. Hello, hello. I am Robin, better known as your mama's mac and cheese. Good for your, <laughs> good for your mouth, but bad for your heart. Aww. You know what? See? <laughs> see, see, I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> you should have known better. <laughs> I should have known it was something behind it. Something behind it. I tried it. to told you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess we'll start with our guest tonight. We, you mean, you know, it's like when you friends with somebody and you've been to their house before, you know, really you're not a guest. You can just come on and get you something to drink out the refrigerator. But I'm going to treat y'all like guests and just go ahead and, you know, start with our guest. So, Robin, tell us how you feeling tonight and what are you drinking? I am feeling good. It has been a something like a week at work already. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to call nobody a colonizer on a daily basis. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I make it through. I make it through. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> and what are you drinking tonight, Robin? I am drinking a Jamaican blue, which is my personal little recipe. I got some Jamaican lion rum. Robin always making something up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey. You know it. I got some Jamaican lion rum straight from the island. Oh. Um, a little lemonade, some blue curacao, and a, just a touch of mint. Ooh. All this time, I've been calling it Caraco. I was just about to say, that's why I was like, ooh, say it again. Wait, say it again, Robin. What is it? Blue curacao. I've been saying that so <laughs> You country <laughs> niggas. <laughs> you country niggas. Listen, this show is about improving one poor decision at a time, and we are learning, okay? We're about learning. Learning. Learned you something tonight. I done learned you something tonight. You did. You did. Well, Shonda, tell us how you're feeling and what you're drinking tonight. 
I'm doing marvelous, darling. I um I popped open a bottle of rosé in honor of the anniversary birthday celebration. That's I keep right. it real simple. I don't. I mean, there's so much that you can just walk into the liquor store and procure without having to do use a shaker. So I leave all of that fanciness to Robin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So Doyen, what's going on? What you got popping? Um, I am alive and well, a strong five, four and a half today. Um, <laughs> why does your shirt say keep Dallas boring? So it's just kind of like funny because Dallas thinks it's so much more than it is. And it's oh. not. So, <laughs> so it's like kinda, right. it's like, You've got someone agreeing with you there. Vigorously <laughs> shaking my head. <laughs> I mean, I like Dallas. It's easy for like a small town girl, but you know. It's not popping, but I don't need it to be. So, <laughs> okay, okay. So, what else been going on, or what you drinking? Um, I'll start with what I was. Oh wait, first I was gonna say when the music first started playing, it reminded me of like late nights, uh, listening hey. to like ninety two point one. Hey, <laughs> ninety two point one All right, the quiet storm. The quiet storm. <laughs> 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 right. Yes, um, indeed. <laughs> but watch, I, if I go that back home. They're probably still playing that like it's new because 92.1. <laughs> but listen, um, Tony, 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 anniversary never gets old. Never. Ever. Oh, ever. Never play new music <laughs> at night. <laughs> I just say it. The nighttime is the new right time. Because the new music don't belong in the night. That's right. That's new music belong in the day. <laughs> That's right. a whole nother podcast about what are you young folks hunching to? Hunching. Put that on a post-it note. Put that on a post-it note for a later podcast. Because I would really like to know how you how you get your whole life off of what I hear on the radio. Uh, maybe we should bring another young person. I was about <laughs> <I> to say. <laughs> None of us know. I, I do not. Oh. Right. So what are you drinking, Doyen? So on the high end, one could call this a Hennessy margarita. On the low end, it's just a Hennessy sour because it's just sweet and sour mix in Hennessy. Right. <laughs> and water. <laughs> so guys, Doyen and I were both going to do Hennessy tonight, but mm -hmm. we talked about it and we decided that I do not know how to <laughs> properly um, have fun with Hennessy in a light way. Yeah. <laughs> and I gotta go to work tomorrow <laughs> especially since I'm taking the whole week off next week to move so I gotta go to work tomorrow so I didn't do the Hennessy but that sounds delish so you finally got your recipe like got it down right yeah the mix was just too sweet so I had to water it down I'm so. surprised you didn't put like any jalapeno in it you and Robin love doing spicy stuff I do no I want my alcohol strong Maybe sweet, but not not so sweet. Ooh, y'all. Mm, I'll save it for later. But anyway, I don't want my alcohol spicy, though. I love spicy. I have some Me spice too. to it. <laughs> you had anything else going on, Doyen? Uh, so yesterday, I pretty much watched Younger for most of my day. And I've been thinking about it. Who was worse at keeping their secret a secret? Suits or Younger? <laughs> so I never watched Suits. But Younger uh -huh. was like, after season so two, 
I don't know why it continued because everybody <laughs> knew now. So it's like, why are we continuing <laughs> the whole premise of the show? <laughs> there was like a season of Sleeps where every episode somebody else found out. And I was like, how, why can't I not keep this a secret <laughs> that he's not a real lawyer? Like, I don't understand. Right. I don't understand. That's how oh. Pretty evident. And she don't even look young. I was about to say, she also (laughs) didn't look young. I mean, but there's that. But I digress. (laughs) So, So, that's what I spent my childbearing days on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I went to get my hair done. I have braids again because who wants to deal with hair when they're trying to move? Not I. So, (laughs) while I was getting my braids, and I can talk about my cousin because I don't think she listens to the pod, but even if she does. <laughs> <laughs> so my cousin's braiding my hair and she was like, ooh, I know you like wine. So I, I got some wine. Let me bring you a glass of wine. I was like, okay. She was like, and I know you like red wine. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, ever, y'all ever tasted a drink so sweet that it like cut your tongue? <laughs> It was some. Did she bring you boo bars? Hundred proof Kool Aid. No, no, it was sweeter. Listen, I was expecting some Arbor Mist. Okay, Mm -mm. (laughs) it was sweeter than that. This was sweet Walter. Is that a thing? Sweet Walter. Is that a thing? I I hope not. (laughs) I think it's. Google. That must have been at the back of the bottom shelf. I mean, uh, the back, <laughs> the back of the bottom. Listen, yes, Sweet Walter red wine, and you have to get it from the liquor store. And it is, so, y'all, it was so sweet. I was like, between each, between each sip, it was just like, I just couldn't, should have added some ice. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's exactly what I should have done. She didn't sound like she needed to add some lime or some lemon juice. Cut that sweetness. And Hell, a shot of tequila is what she needed in it. Right. <laughs> she, and y'all, my cousin, she's so sweet. But she doesn't drink at all. So, yeah. like, she really thought she was, like, you know. <laughs> elevate. Doing something real big. Because it was red wine. And I was like, this is really nice. I mean, I thanked her and told her it was nice and told her I didn't eat but one glass. That was good. That was all right. <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what you trying to say? What you trying to say about me, Toy? Look, <laughs> if, if any of us say one glass is enough, that means we don't like it. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> well, i tell you what. At any rate, um, so tonight I am drinking Jameson and Coke just because once again, I was not allowed to have Hennessy, <laughs> 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 but I mean, I really like Jameson, uh, Shonda and Robin put me on late, but I love Jameson and first of all, we didn't put you <laughs> on late. We have been proclaiming the goodness that is Jameson. If but you y'all on, the, on the train late, but y'all didn't <laughs> say Y'all didn't say, girl, you need to get on this Jameson. And if you don't tell me, how am I supposed to know? How am I supposed to know? I mean, I know we all love Twitter as our favorite social. And I know once a week, Robin proclaims. (laughs) 
I just um, feel like the rest of us found it without being told. <laughs> right. You know, you, know what, every you know what? No, I didn't need that. I didn't need that for you. <laughs> well, at any rate. <laughs> so, oh, join in. What about, did you catch up on any good television? Did I? I don't oh, know. I'm almost done with four weddings and a funeral but I stopped halfway through the last episode did you catch up on euphoria no so I should just give up on that one <laughs> it's gonna happen when the time is right oh okay. <laughs> okay I mean I get it I get it um well I completed snowfall and I'm not going to say nothing because I know Robin ain't caught all the way up. I finished season two today in the gym. Well, I'm going to tell you. I start season three tomorrow. You, you, <laughs> you, 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 ooh. You, you in for, you in for a ride. I just want to say, I don't think this is a spoiler, but I just want to say, Shonda, I still don't feel anything for Andre. I mean, I'm just saying, I do have empathy for the situation, but I don't feel nothing. I don't feel like I didn't cry about it, which is a lot because it doesn't take much to make me cry. Well, I think we have to evaluate like some, I we think can... Andre is representative of how we feel or when I say how we, maybe I should say how I sometimes how the masses or I in particular feel about um, uh, cops, police officers and that he's representative of that even though there's a slant of him that has some good leanings and because we have hindsight and contextually we know some of the things he's advocating for are actually true we still see him being affiliated with what is known to be oppressive that is very perfect like he he is and he's also a good representation of um He's a good representation of the way a lot of us view the crack epidemic, specifically when it comes to whose fault is it, who's perpetuating it, what must be done to make it stop. And to me, that conversation is something that requires a lot of nuance, and he just doesn't have it. So anyway, not to give away too much, I'm just going to say... Y'all need to watch it. It is great television. I'm Tell catching me. up. I'm almost there. I'm I'm starting season three tomorrow. Um, I didn't mean to press the dramatic piano. I was like, um, <laughs> <laughs> who died? I was I was I was trying to I was trying to make sure the soundboard was working, and I I meant to push something else, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I will say, I think what I did spend my time on this week was watching white people television. So I was just watching Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> you had Listen, to have been. There are so many other things you could have been doing. Oh, but that's what I watch. <laughs> when Shonda, did you see Secession yet? Yes. I mean, just just what did you think? What, what did you think about the end? Tell me what you think about Shiv. Doyen, did you ever start Secession? No. Doyen, I mean, you had time because you watched Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> so, Doyen likes she to feel really good when she watches TV. 
She likes you know, Tyra, Tyra said the same to me. Um, Doyen, uh, my daughter, Ty, is uh, 22. And we watched the last episode of Snowfall. And after it was over, she was like, oh, my gosh, it was brilliantly shot. Like, the, some of the framing was epic. And I was like, you should watch it. I'll give you the code so you can stream it from our cable. And she was like, no, like, I tend to want to, like, not feel depressed after viewing <laughs> television. So I'll, I'm, I'm currently watching Living Single. So that's what I'm binging right now. So I, I get it. I get it. We, we beat up on you. But I watched Succession. Um, I think, I, I, I guess, like, because I'm kind of anti-corporate America and I've been in companies kind of managed with such a strong hand, mm-hmm. I readily identify with um, you know the the framework by which that family operates. Yeah, and um, I think Shiv is badass in all the right ways, and I think that she is um probably a little naive in all the wrong ways when it yeah. comes because she she hasn't necessarily um been embedded in right. the company right. and. Um, having worked in government and having worked in huge Fortune 500 companies, like each, especially since she was more on like the political, um, you know, campaign type of government. uh, Yeah, there's like a certain amount of nuance that I think that she misses when she speaks, but not any worse than her brothers who are bumbling idiots and fools. First of all, I love Roman. He holds my heart. Okay, we're not we're not gonna because <laughs> Roman I, cannot <laughs> hold your heart because Roman holds something totally different every episode. <laughs> we're not gonna take up all your time with succession, but I just wanted to toss that out there. Um, Doyen, are we ready? You got anything else? Yeah, let's move along to our current events. All right. So first, we are going to start with the queen and then move on down. <laughs> uh, so yesterday, it's funny because like, I have push notifications for Beyonce's Instagram. Sometimes I don't go look right away because I'm like, I don't really want to see what Mine she don't like. work effectively. <laughs> but Beyonce dropped it on us that she is um, releasing a TV special about the making of the gift today. And what I love is the ABC network changed their name to A-B-B-E-Y-C. <laughs> yes. And it's not the first time they've done that. I love them. I just want to say I love them. I stand. They do a lot of trash shit, but that was good. <laughs> that was good. I just want to say Beyonce just doesn't disappoint. Like, but oh, I was about to say she doesn't disappoint, (laughs) but then I'm reminded of a message. Was that you, Doyen, that sent that message? That's like, she's going to give us everything. (laughs) Except. Formation World. Formation World. (laughs) And she knows I want it. And the thing is, is she's so petty that she made, like, clothing that nobody wants. It says where's formation world tour. Yes. Like she knows we want it and she's still like mm, And we and she knows go? that we know that it was recorded. We know we know that right. it has been edited. It has been like all of all the things have been done. I'm thinking that maybe she's just waiting till she's you know, you know, it's kinda like how she took a while to put lemonade on Spotify. 
because she's like, y'all better pay for this shit. So, like, maybe she's just like, let y'all stop asking me for it. Then I'll drop it. Beyonce does everything in accordance to her own time. She don't care about her feelings. <laughs> right. <laughs> even even yeah. how she and doesn't... I'm, all... I'm sorry, Robin. Oh, no, go ahead. Even how she doesn't promote her albums anymore. She get it when I give it to you. Here's right. an album. Right. Stream it. Go crazy and bananas. And she knows we're so thankful. See, I'm going to give y'all the perspective of a fan and not a stand for Beyonce. (laughs) Okay. Like, like, mind you, I I love Beyonce. It was not until I saw her live that I loved her, though. So that's when my appreciation came about. So I had, until the show notes, I had no idea about this ABC special. And I text my dude, and I was like, so Beyonce on TV tonight, and you ain't saying nothing? And he was like, Oh, it's recording. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) And he's just like, yeah, everybody's all excited about it, you know, but he was like, it's just the making of, like, he's not as excited as, you know, all of his friends are kind of thing, but he's definitely, right, but he's definitely still all the way invested in what's going on because he gets to push notifications. Yeah. I just see it when I see it on my timeline. (laughs) Cause, and he'd be like, ooh, Beyonce just posted. Let me go like it. And by the time he like it, he like number 3,043. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm somewhere in between now. Because I feel like Beyonce does put it up stuff that I'm like, okay, I'm going to get to it when I get to it. It is recording right now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that now. I forgot. I mean, it is in my house as well. <laughs> I forgot to set mine, so I'm doing it now. I had told you to set it earlier today. <laughs> I it's mean, order. I do work sometimes <laughs> when I'm at work. Like, sometimes I do work. Lies, fallacies, <laughs> fables, and fiction. <laughs> we can always tell when Chris is working. It's when, we have a, when we have a Twitter chat going on and she be like, ooh, I know I missed all that, but let me catch up real quick. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm like... I'm a Beyonce stan, but I have such an appreciation. I think I'm a little bit different because I have such an appreciation for how she moves in business Mm -hmm. Um, and like witnessing her work ethic from a particular perspective. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just ecstatic that she's like monetizing content to the degree that she is and her moves with ABC, her moves, which I think is a Disney company, if I'm not mistaken, and her her Netflix moves. It's just like, you know, girl, get it, get it how you live. Like, (laughs) don't leave nothing on the table. Right. When you can tell one of the four top networks, so you're talking ABC, NBC, CBS, right, right. You can tell one of the four top networks to one, don't tell them I'm doing this shit to the last minute. And two, change your name to A Bay C. And I think I think a lot <laughs> That's of these a whole younger, different situation. I think a lot of these younger girls don't really understand the power of network television. I don't think I think because we live in a world now where we watch a lot of, you know, TBS and all these USA and all this, I, I don't think the girls understand the power of of those big network televisions, the television stations, right. like at all, uh, and for her to be like you said, for her to be able to be like, no, these are the terms, because this is something normally that they would advertise for a minute. Right? No, <laughs> yes. no, 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 no. This is when you get to say, 
Like, it's amazing. It's amazing. Because she knows, because she knows her following. So she knows that I can post this on my IG, on my Twitter, 20 hours before. And you're going to get all the viewership you ever need. <laughs> all yeah. you ever need before. We're still going to do it. <laughs> right. right. No one good will. That's my bedtime. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, to Chris's point, under normal circumstances, it would have been a week of prom- promo where mm-hmm. she would have gone to, like, you know, um, you know, every news platform that they had and they would have promoted it online they would have promoted it on like all all segments of their morning show and like what we see with her is that she's such a boss it's you know usually every now and then she'll give us what a 24-hour notice like she promoted Mm -hmm. lemonade in that really interesting way where it was like you know just lemon emojis and we were like what does this mean And, you know, then we found out about the HBO special. And what's interesting is, is I'm sure her analytics are dictating that, you know, when she does those types of things and doesn't give a whole lot of leeway, she can then take the analytics from HBO and say, you listen, don't, we don't have to do a lot of promotion. I have the fans that are going to come and watch this because, you know, all I got to do is send out a tweet or put it on the gram or whatever right. the case may be. And and here we are. And so she just she moves like a boss. And that's I respect that. Even though her shows are amazing, her worth ethic is is like and when it comes to performance, it's second to none. But her, her actual business moves and how she's navigating the business world is some bullshit. That yeah. we we haven't wow. seen since Oprah from a black you know, in, yeah. in the realm of like black women working. Right. Yes. Dorian, I just want to say you look so sexy in that light. I just, I just need to let you know. Dark as hell. <laughs> Come on and go with me. Right, right. Like I kept thinking, like old school R and B, looking at Dorian. <laughs> oh, sepia hued. <laughs> Turn them off. <laughs> light a candle. <laughs> well, that man holla, turn them off. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. It's that uh, that auto enhance checkbox I did too. <laughs> Find it for you. See, I didn't see that. I'm gonna have to take some time and make myself look pretty for the pod. <laughs> okay, so I like to you know lift y'all up and then bring y'all down. That's so, how it um, there's so many t- reasons why I don't like Tim Tebow. A oh. from University of Florida. I hate University of Florida. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I should have like, had Hell State on the soundboard. Sorry, my bad. I'm slipping. Catch up. Catch up. <laughs> right. You stay ready so you don't have to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tim Tebow, or yeah, so he came from University of Florida. I hate them just as much as I hate Ole Miss right now. <laughs> yes, yes. So he expressed his trash ass privileged thoughts on uh, the California Senate passing a bill allowing student athletes to have endorsements. It's all about, oh, it's all about the love of the game and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And he was so active. And I was kind of mad at Chris for making me watch this for a whole minute and 19 seconds. I'm enjoying it. Watch a video. And she watched the whole thing. Ow. The thing about it is, like, you cannot tell me that no booster 
slipped in some lunch money or a car of course. or an apartment. <laughs> yeah, hold they, on one second. Yeah. This is my painter. Oh God. Hello. <laughs> Hey. She just put us on hold. I'm going to get my bottle of rose. <laughs> Look, I came prepared. Uh-huh. Let me go get my hitty. Right. Go get that. Get So you think your house is too good for our podcast? <laughs> right. And let me tell you, when a nigga when a nigga can't name Clint, he can paint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I don't know his brother name, but they both out of Yuna, so they both Rufus. Paint. They, Ruf- they, they, both Rufus. they straight out of Yuna. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he was giving me some good news. Shit. <laughs> what did he say, Chris? Um, that uh, I probably can take one of those five gallon drums of primer back. Cause I got like two of them. Cause the kids' rooms were a bright color, and their hallway was a bright cut. Co- like it was like lime, this like neon pink, lime green, and like electric blue. <laughs> and Ooh, so, geez. um, but the the paint that I bought to go over that has primer in it. Uh-huh. So he said Crazy. he probably only gonna have to use half of the primer that I got. And mm. um, see, she rich buying extra. Praise Black Jesus. Shit. No, Praise. I bought I bought what I was told to buy, but he was he didn't know, I didn't know, whatever shit. <laughs> you didn't know there was primer in your paint. Right. Well, right. well, she asked me, did I want the paint with the primer in it? And I said, yeah, because I didn't know what else to say. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> So when you broke, you'd be like, which one costs more? <laughs> well, I was. I, I, I did say that for some of the other paints that weren't covering up such bold colors. But mm-hmm. that, those colors were so bold, I knew, you know, hell. Shit. This is rich, rich. She Girl, got Lori uh-uh. Harvey on her wish list. Chris is like crying right now because of how much I had to pay. And then my mama standing there showing me all these swatches, and I'm like, "Shit, they all look the same." Like, stop, just stop. And she's like, "Well, no, this one is processed white, and this one is snow white." And I'm like, no. "It's all white." Like, no. Egg crew and eggshell. Okay, so then I was like, I forgot the names of the colors that I got. I just completely forgot. But at any rate, and then my mama was like, well, you need to get your trim in the same finish as your paint. And I was like, no, I want the trim to be glossy and the paint to be not matte, but like, uh, I really wanted, well, I got satin. But I really wanted something a little matter than satin, but I was scared it was going to come out too matte. So I yeah. just went ahead and got satin. But And, you know, we, we're all shea butter babies. And so you have to be careful when you pick paint because, like, <laughs> depending upon, you know, bumping up on into, like, the wall when yes. you get ready in the morning. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
Yes, and I, I forget that was... which one is best for like absorption of oils. Because I'm gonna <laughs> well... tell y'all now, <laughs> I do I do a workout like my morning workout. I do in the office. <laughs> Yeah, this nigga go talking about his workouts yeah. again. I no, no, no. But, 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 <laughs> I can't so But no, but there's this workout I do. It's like a calf raise, and I put my hands on the wall like this, you know, like Shonda did, yeah. To start doing, I don't care. To start doing my calf raises, and I looked at it the other day, and it looked like somebody was getting fucked from the back. Oh, guess my what? <laughs> Because my, my my greasy ass hands prints are against this paint. Well, the little uh, Mr. Clean Magic Eraser works really good to take that off. Oh, I love it. But if you're not careful, it will take the paint off too. So I did ask the girl when I was at Home Depot, I was like, I need to know, I need to get a paint that can withstand the Magic Eraser. So right. I did do that much. Um, anyway. Okay. I need you to hold some weights and do some calf raises without touching the wall. <laughs> You'll be I mean, there. I do that too, but that's my home workout. Don't judge me, Doyen. Don't do that. <laughs> right. Oh, listen. Robin is addicted to the workouts. So Robin is addicted to all this attention he gets on the ground. He really that's is. what Robin is addicted to. Robin, Robin, Robin... is thirst-trapping. He thinks we don't know, but we know. Robin is a thought. He just, every a time thotty. I look up his titties on Instagram talking about Free, free titty Thursday, all down to the damn Prairie Arts Festival. I get sick of his ass. Robin is me, and I am Robin. Yes, yes. Hello, thank you very much. Okay, we can finish cussing Tim Tebow out now. Tim Tebow. Um, first of all, I don't like Tim Tebow. First of all, he came from University of Florida. Ooh. University of Florida and Old Mississippi are on the same level of hate for me. <laughs> And so he uh, passionately expresses, which black people never get to passionately express anything. No, we don't. But he gets to passionately express his thoughts for a minute and 19 damn seconds of why the California Senate should not pass a bill allowing student athletes to have endorsements. And think about it. It's kind of like, if you think about it, like illegal weed. Like it's been happening, but when you legalize it, it's just happening without the punishments. So when it comes to college football, you can't tell me Tim Tebow wasn't getting paid by boosters. (laughs) You know, like you cannot tell me that all of the University of Alabama gets paid (laughs) like their football team, even like their kicker, I'm sure has a nice apartment in a car somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Even the water boy, you never know. But, like, you can't tell me that these top schools are not paying people if people are not choosing, especially with Cam Newton. Cam Newton chose Auburn over us because Auburn was going to give him more money. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, it's like, how are you going to act like, especially as a top athlete, how are you going to act like your school wasn't paying you? <laughs> it just and, made me mad because, like you said, he was so passionate about it. All of his privilege jumped out. Not just mm-hmm. privilege, but what really jumped out is how you really feel and where your morals and beliefs really lie. Because when you have been playing any sport 
at that level, you're really mm-hmm. good. You've been playing for that long. You've been playing alongside some disadvantaged black boys, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, whether it be baseball, basketball, football, if you've been playing like that, you've been playing alongside those boys, those boys that are, <clears throat> and I quote, your friends. And you've seen what their lives are really like. Because you know, even though coaches try to, um, a lot of times coaches try to, you know, um, compensate with younger players, say when they're school age and, you know, make sure that they have, you know, all their funds and fees and all that stuff. So they don't stick out like a sore thumb. Still, you know, you know. So the one time I cared about Sports Illustrated when Mississippi State was number one, there was actually an alternate cover about homeless football players where like literally they're in college. Yeah. They might have like, a dorm during the school year but like when school was out they had nowhere to live right you know when school was out they had nowhere to eat you know things like that and it's like these people are usually like some of the top players and the top potential yeah they need money to get through school and then when uh, you take into account all of the money that these guys are making for the universities mm-hmm. and then also look at the probability of them making NFL, which isn't high. So yeah. it's like you've made all this money for this institution and what do you have to show for it? A degree? How much is a degree worth today? You know? A lot of a lot of debt otherwise outside okay. of the scholarship. Okay. Right. <clears throat> but you know, I totally agree. I think when you just suppose how much money they're making for the university, like mm-hmm. the profit centers of um, of institutions like, you know, <laughs> universities lie within the skill set of, you know, how good a football team is or how big maybe football or baseball is within a, per- uh, a particular demographic. Like, you know, if you're in Mississippi, you know, Quadis is kept, that's where we're from. And we know that part, probably part of the reason why we're such enthusiastic sports fans is that's when we get to feel like sports on like a bigger scale because yeah. we don't have access to a lot of, um, in, you know, NFL, NBA teams. Yeah. So college sports is where it's at for us. Even you know, on the junior college level, we have you know a lot of, um, a lot of we hold in high regard a lot of even our junior colleges like EMCC. Mm-hmm. And then you look at like School the ball. dire straits. Google Tech. <laughs> when you look at the dire straits of some of these players, if you were, um, if you guys watched Last Chance, you when yep. it when it did um, feature Scuba Tech, and it talked about the the adverse, um, you know, the adversities that these students faced and why they felt had such challenges at D1 programs, and then you know they do hopefully grow grow from the Scuba Tech environment to a D1 program, and then you know like. CTE is a thing, um, you know, the, the, what they experience, the trauma that your body experiences when you're getting hit by 300 pound linemen, mm-hmm. you know, um, what a college student looks like today and what it feels like it looked like when we were in school is different. <laughs> um, Cause these little boys be low key fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have to 20. What? So, Listen. you know, <laughs> you had to pay me to get hit by Alabama linebacker. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and then, you know, 
I remember, like, I've always been an avid sports fan, and probably up until recently when I had to really assess, like, what being a sports fan really meant mm-hmm. for people that look like me. But I was a huge um, Michigan fan, you know, big fan of the Fab Five. And I remember way back in the day, Jalen Rose was saying, um, you know, and he did luckily have a, a good career in um, and um, you know the NBA. But I remember him saying that he was in um, like a Hibbets or one of those old school um, stores, um, you know, t- you know, for gym shoes. And he said that he looked up and he saw his jersey and he couldn't afford it. Yeah, when he I was playing that. for Michigan, I and like, <laughs> and what sense does the- that make? And at the time, the Fab Five was like all like it was sports. Like yeah. everyone was paying attention to these these five, um, you know, starters um, who came in as a freshman class and dominated, you know, um, all of college basketball. And these guys made like I, probably an innumerable like the amount of money they made for that program probably still you can't even quantify. Um, and they weren't able to, you know, really, and a lot of them didn't play long in the NBA, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's success rate was different, depending upon where they landed. And they went through that four years and, you know, all of them were poor. So we have to really look at that. And yeah, it was just privilege. It was, it was disgusting. The the privilege was disgusting to hear how passionate he was was about keeping things the way that they are and sometimes we have to realize like okay this is how it's been for a hundred years but we know as black people just because it's been like that don't mean that's the way it needs to stay you People need to need play liberation and for freedom. the love of right. the school because you love that you, school fuck that school run me my money fuck that, no fuck that school and fuck tim tebow give me three whole minutes to read his ass to filth <laughs> uh, see <laughs> Tim Come Tebow on, kiss my whole black ass. <laughs> and I'm about to tell you why. <laughs> One, your apartment, your college living, all that bullshit was paid for with or without this scholarship. Right. Mm-hmm. Number two, <laughs> all these other kids that are playing around you, you're getting your little scholarship money. Tim Tebow, you know, some people will argue it was the best player at the time at his school. Mm-hmm. So he probably was getting the most scholarship money. So that scholarship money was paying for his room and board, his tuition, his books, his meal plan, and he had some extra shit mm-hmm. within his tuition money that padded his pockets for all the extras throughout the month. Mm-hmm. The rest of these kids did not have that extra. They had base scholarship money, this regular athletic scholarship that paid you for exactly what you're paying for and nothing extra. Mm-hmm. One of my mentees played played ball for a D1 school. Yeah, every now and again, he'd be in a restaurant in the, you know, in the town of the school he went to and get a padded handshake. You know, $100 here or there from some alumni that decided, you know, oh, okay, oh, you play. You know, you play good ball. Let me help you out. Mm-hmm. How far is that $100 going to go? Right. To a, mm-hmm. to a college kid right. who's, you know, I mean, like, Who's, let's say, if you got, you know, if you're one of those kids who, you know, fucked around and had a baby at an early age, what this hundred dollars gonna do for that kid? Right. <laughs> or hell, just trying to live. If you decide, right. like most college kids, you want to live off campus after your freshman year, this can't even pay my fucking electricity bill for the month. Right. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Your your school, out of the number of players on this team, the school 
University of Miami, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Alabama, y'all are making millions, millions, millions of dollars, black bodies, a year, a year off of black bodies, every fucking year, and you can't even give these kids a kickback. But now these high schools and these junior colleges who are sending you these kids, you can pass them some money. Yeah. For sending like these high school coaches, and you know they do. Who are who are passing you these kids? They can get a kickback, but this black kid that is playing for you, that's making you all this money, can't get no money. That's bullshit. It is. And for Tim Tebow to be passionate, but for a black kid to say the same thing, oh, we're disgruntled and ungrateful. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> right. Indeed. No, it's it is not acceptable. <laughs> Say it again, Dorian, for the people in the back. Fuck Team Tim Tebow. Hello. <laughs> it was just a gross amount of privilege, and it was disheartening to see. And I think um, Chris made a really good point: is that you know you probably played alongside some people who did not have access, like. You know, not to say that I know his entire situation, but a lot of times, you know, there is no big mama sending money, money to, you know, to you or an auntie who's sending a care box. Some of these kids are going to school. I I know I have a really good friend who went to ICC and then to Ole Miss and it was just her and Jesus and a lot of student loan debt. Like she had no parental and that she didn't have any, you know, sports to carry her through there are so many kids and that's their plight but in the event that i'm risking um you know a torn acl or mcl in the event that i'm risking um you know a hit that's career ending in the event that i hit you know i get hit to the point where i'm concussed and you know cte is imminent the least you could do Mm -hmm. the absolute least you could do is give me a stipend for living expenses it's utter bullshit and to you know wrap that up to just piggyback off of what Shonda said you know I come from not only do I come from an educated family but I come from an education family but when I went to school I was on my own when I left that house I was on my own everything that happened I made it happen I was a full-time student with a full-time job Mm -hmm. going to work with scrubs on Shonda you know I still got that plate that you used to bring me food to work on (laughs) <laughs> I ate some pizza off of it the other night. It said, home sweet home. I said, this is the place Shonda used to bring me food on. Anyway, because I worked that third shift at the hospital, and Shonda used to bring me food. But I, you know, I was on my own. These guys, because of their schedule, they can't work full-time jobs. They can't even work part-time jobs. Because even in the off-season, they got to train. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, it's just, it's just all of the privilege and all of where you, what you really think jumped out, Tim Tebow. So fuck you. I have two cousins. They're, they're twins who played lacrosse and rode during high school years up in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And they went to UCF and USF, one on a school, a full rowing scholarship and one on a full lacrosse scholarship because, you know, those sports that minorities don't don't right. normally play. Right. <laughs> they got full scholarships because they were minorities right. playing sports that minorities I try to tell the church play. kids that. I try to right. tell them that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please tell, tell them. them. Please tell them. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna pause our uh cussing out uh, to Tebow to Fuck Tim Tebow. That's the conclusion. 
Next up, Sean King. <laughs> Fuck Sean King. Fuck him and too. his little tweeting ass wife. Right. Uh, that's exactly the two people we're about to piss off. So, <laughs> DeRay uh, came with all of the receipts. Um, all of them. Everyone. I was talking to my boyfriend. He's from St. Louis. So, he's driven me by where, like, Mike Brown was killed. Mm-hmm. And so it's like maybe 10, 15 minutes from him. And he his biggest complaint is that like a lot of outsiders came not understanding the dynamic of the community mm-hmm. and tried to just get attention and fame off of, you know, civil rights movement or I don't know what you call today's kind of thing. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. yeah, activism. Yeah. So uh I think he's he's aware of DeRay, but or D Ray, sorry. Uh, so I was telling him about the Sean King thing, and it's like, honestly, I feel like most of the people I know don't really fool with Sean King like mm-hmm. that. I think years before, even before all these receipts, I was like, he has a lot of negativity that I yeah. cannot entertain on a regular basis, and that's why I left it alone. But <laughs> D Ray came with all of the receipts about how sketchy he is about fundraising and you know just organizational stuff um in this first article and then the second article his wife came on and it's weird because she started off like it was basically about her oh. tweets or whatever and she started off like explaining why she ain't been on twitter this whole time and i was like i don't care <laughs> right and then after a while she's like y'all are attacking us and i think that's one of their big things is like when people do try to start calling them other shit they're like oh we're being attacked by, you know, white so we can really, white people. <laughs> we can really just jump in on her because really, I only included the D-Ray stuff kind of for some context. Got so, it. you know, we can go ahead and jump in on her because I don't like her. Let's just say this. I'm going to tell y'all of my friends. We are all, you know, connected. If you, if I ever do some fuck shit, and you ever decide to tweet on my behalf, don't tweet like her. Because <laughs> some of her tweets were like, I know he didn't, um, you know, do all the right things. And, you know, maybe he took on more than he could chew. And he took on more, you know, obligations that he was able to to m- properly manage. And I'm like, but bitch, that's what we say. So I did not see all my tweets going to be free Shonda. <laughs> Right. Like, advocate for me properly. Say, I Shonda didn't do that shit. I've known her since 1993. I'm going to start talking about the... me for the first 10 tweets. And then I'm like, Shonda did it. <laughs> <laughs> like, be like 50 Cent. Whatever they say that nigga did, he did it. <laughs> but, don't, so, I didn't even see those tweets in the article. And that was really what I was looking for. Because it was like, girl... You proven everything everyone has already said. Like everything. Everything we've already said, you're proving. And what really just what really made me angry with her even more, because she's made us angry in the past. But like you said, Doyen, calling you out or Sean, I don't remember which one of y'all said it. Calling you out on your shit is not attacking you. As a mm. matter of fact, D Ray went out of his way to say, Hey, Sean has done some good things. Mm-hmm. But, but- but don't you know, give him your money. Don't give him your money. <laughs> and then did. who who is advising Rihanna? Because I don't understand. I feel like somebody should have stepped in and said, hey, sis, don't give him this award. And I know we all did. 
But when we stepped in, I feel like it was too late. It was once the it announcement was, was made. Was too late. <laughs> right. Girl, listen, Reed. We want some music, okay? Really bad. And, and I, that's really all we want from you. And I and I, I mean, see. I know y'all enjoying Fenty and all, but I just want some music. <laughs> I see that you know you keep coming out with new stuff, and you know, girl, get your coins. But all I'm saying is, have somebody vet these people because Sean King. Like I, I stand, I stand a, a queen who gives you what what I want you to have when I want you to have. Okay. It, so it makes me it makes me love wait. her Look. anymore. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Out of this whole story, out of this whole Sean King story, and I think me and Shonda, I think we talked about it, but let's think about it. If my business, if my brand is in trouble and I am getting audited, so I'm gonna call Shonda and Chris and Doyen to swing by the house <laughs> and come help me audit my books. Right. What do you think we are really going to be doing? No, we're going to be flying wings, drinking, and turning the music up. No, and I don't even know what the hell I'm looking at. I'm just going to be like, yep, it's there. You know, and that was the one thing is he felt like he was vindicated. And, you know, once he once he did disclose and come up with this report, but like all of the folks that were involved in this, um, I would guess you would call it an, an, an internal audit were oh. his friends and associates, people he felt that they were that he was close to. There's a million and one, uh, you know, external auditors he could have called that would have been, you know, impartial, that wouldn't have been biased in any particular way. And like it looked funny in the light. So, yeah, you gave a, a report, a reporting of, of what of, of what you think people wanted to receive from you so that you would be able to probably uh, prop this up to like the Rihanna's of the world and to the Beyonce's and people who are working in the backdrop of activism mm -hmm. making sure that there's you know some money some being mm -hmm. yeah some funding mm -hmm. being issued we ducking and bucking and spending some cats <laughs> What we doing like, in my house if y'all come and nod at me? I'm about to say to what Robin said, we'd probably be making a bonfire of all incriminating documents, making I mean, like boards and shit. We in work the shit out Doyen. of all my paperwork. Right. Because anytime because... you get ready to audit, she be knowing, just give us a call and we will be there. Robin gonna Robin gonna make the drinks and he gonna fry the fish. Shonda gonna fry the chicken. I'm gonna be there for good times. And we gonna get it done. Oh, no. Doyen look like she can make a stand up potato salad. No, like, Doyen's gonna have to make us some jollof to go with our rice to go with our uh, chicken and fish. There you Listen. go. Hello. Because I'm ready. It, it looks it looked hella funny in the light. And like that's the thing about activism is that you're going to be critiqued. You are representative yeah. of a movement and you're representative of a people. And you're saying you're doing this on behalf of blackness. Well, I'm sorry. Well, black people have all the right in the world. If you're doing it on behalf of us, we can ask you why, you know, two plus two equals doesn't equal, you know, what it's supposed to. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all know I love some church music. I'm touching and agreeing. I'm touching and agreeing. We you have know, the right to ask questions. We have the right to ask questions, especially if you if you're the standard bearer, like and and the, like the comparisons to MLK. Bitch, Lord please do better. Right. Do better. You are oh. no Coretta Scott King. Your oh. husband tweets for a living, and then that that <laughs> in and of itself 
is is something that you know we need to look at and examine like i get that you know there might be a, a, an amount of sacrifice when you have an activist husband and i'm not denote i'm not i'm not saying that she's not correct in that in that sense but what i'm saying is the way he he's an activist and the way mlk was an activist then you know involves tried and true bomb threats right. <laughs> um an actual assassination right. family continually under siege and right. i don't know their story i don't know if, if any of those things are true for them but i also know that he's done some fuck shit that you have to even evaluate from like the twitterverse like for example when you know he tweeted out that you know uh here's a description of the of the man that killed jasmine barnes and and you know my my second hometown houston texas yes. and that was grossly erroneous yeah. wrong and you know it ended up being two young african-american men and the the white guy that he gave a description of that was um subsequently arrested and questioned that guy, you know, received numerous bomb threats. And from what I hear, either he did something to himself or he's on the cusp of, like, he he tweets with no regard for anyone else, but then he wants, you know, all of these second chances and, uh, you know, all of this, you know, grace provided when we question him about certain things. And, like, I guess that was the point of, and, you know, I, I get on a soapbox and Chris, reel me in if you need to. But I think of all the things that Sean has done that we got to see in real time was him literally going in on college age students. We're all big on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the young lady, Clarissa from Spelman, yes. you know, gets this cease and desist. Yes. We saw that happen in real time. Right. So even if you were the world's best fiduciary, you know, even if you did everything you were supposed to do in regards to them facts and figures, when it comes to, you know, how you handled money, which looks a little bit iffy. But even if you did, we still saw you, you harass these young black activists mm -hmm. in a way that was like, okay, well, dude, you can't be mad when somebody tweet about you. You tweet about other people all day, every day. That is your brand of activism. Kiss yeah. my nigga, whole black look, ass. Nigga, you look like Trump tax okay. returns. Shady as fuck. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, yeah, because I just, at the end of the day, he's like a digital activist. And so like, because you do have your platform on digital media, you cannot be upset when people right. also, you know, push back on digital media. Like, this is a period of information. And so we do want to know what you're doing with the money. I am so hesitant with so many charities nowadays because I'm like, no, Where, what are you taking to the people who are in need? <laughs> you know? But, but you know what, Doyen? Right. Riddle me this. Think about this. You brought up great. You brought up a great point when it comes to him and his activism on Twitter. Okay, so he feels like he can't be critiqued on the same platform that he uses to critique. Right. But guess who critiques him more than some, you know, college age, 20, 20, 22 year old, 19 year old student at Spelman? White people eat him alive. Yeah. Where are their <laughs> cease and desist? Right. Where's the cease and desist from, you know, conservatives who, who call him a race baiter? But you use your resources. You use Benjamin Crump. Because he can't intimidate them. Because you know you who, right, exactly, Chris. You know who you can intimidate and who you can't. I'm so sick of Benjamin Crump. I'm tired of him. <laughs> like, what good has he done? But anyways, I'm going to move on to our next <laughs> I'm going to move on to our next topic. <laughs> 
so all of our pressure can come back down. Because uh, mine is sky high. <laughs> um, sis, um, Montana woman, um, I don't know what her actual name was, but uh, she saw people on her road driving too fast. So she she parked her little lawn chair out <laughs> with her hair dryer and pointed it at cars. <laughs> So that they can like slow down and what's even funnier because this is a Jezebel like <laughs> article but they said file to Montana <laughs> they couldn't even file it to anything else Listen, <laughs> they're like this is just shit that happens in Montana <laughs> I didn't know how to feel about this story I just didn't I didn't know whether to praise her for sitting there with her blow dryer in one hand and her wine in the other hand or if to cuss her out if <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know. I just didn't know. <laughs> I mean, I want her to point it at everybody but me. But like, even if I slow down, it's not like it's gonna kill me. <laughs> I mean, down. it's a hair dryer. <laughs> I mean, I would probably if I saw a random little old white lady sitting on the side of the road with a hair dryer and a glass of wine, and she pointed the hair dryer at me, I might run off the road from laughing because I'm like, it's like. But, but you can tell it's just a hair dryer until you get close. <laughs> Y'all know I stay. I'm I'm from the great state of Texas, and y'all know I stay packing. <laughs> Put a hair dryer me in the dark if you want to. That's between you and your Jesus. <laughs> Can't be responsible. <laughs> I just when I saw it, I just thought, you know what? This is a cute little laugh. <laughs> well, me to laugh after talking about. TLT Bo and Sean King and this lady it's, sitting on the side of the road with her hair dryer. It's all Y'all. funny games to her and her hair dry, dry got up. Then she <laughs> don't even she don't even have a cordless one. Like in the picture, you see the cord. It's got a whole cord. It's got a whole cord. Whole cord. And I'm gonna tell y'all what made me think what what this took me to. For the three of y'all in the room. Oh Lord. <laughs> are from my hometown. <laughs> Y'all know how they used to drag race down 6th Street. <laughs> oh, Lord. On the end when Nessa Ann stayed. Yes, yes, yes. I pictured in my head Nessa Ann sitting at the end of her driveway with a hair dryer. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Please. I pictured that in my head. Please don't. You know, they used to drag race like that down Church Hill, too. And oh, sure did. They almost hit us. We was in the church van because I was a I was a good kid <laughs> going to choir practice, and they almost hit us what? in the church van. <laughs> you know what used to happen on them church vans? A lot of hey. unholy things. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, you know what? Your boyfriend at the time told on me on the church van. So, yeah. Uh-oh. Watch out. <laughs> Listen, and, I'm not. And- and I'm demanded even... and demanded that Sheila make me sit up front. Listen, I'm not even gonna ask who uh <laughs> who that boyfriend could have been because I like to keep holes in the past. <laughs> Moving on, next <laughs> on the docket, Dorian. <laughs> so we gonna leave Sean's holes in the past. So um, <laughs> last up, um, the Emmys just you know will not let greatness be great. So um, Homecoming had a lot a lot of well six but still a lot of emmy nominations yeah and per usual they decided to award mediocrity <laughs> so uh she was nominated for directing writing music direction production design costumes best variety special pre-recorded 
Carpool Karaoke got um, Best Variety Special, which, again, it's in a car, and they sing. Listen, um, I love Carpool Karaoke, but it's not fine. better than Homecoming at all. That's like, that's like saying I like Taylor Swift, but that's not better than... Anyways. Okay, um, I, would never, I would never say I like Taylor Swift. Not in public. I like Adele, but yep. that's not okay, better than Okay, there you go, there you go, there you go. <laughs> Directing went to Springsteen on Broadway, which nobody heard of. Nobody. Uh, like Springsteen, though. I like Bruce. Yeah, but this isn't about Bruce. This is about his Broadway play that he's not in, so it's probably shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Nanette. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. (laughs) RuPaul's Drag Race went for costumes, but like they have costumes every year. Like, anyways, Uh, production (laughs) design went to rent, which, like, how the fuck, how long has rent been rented? How long? (laughs) How long? And then music but it was for the TV show, right? Not the. Yeah, it was for that yeah, whack ass Emmy. TV special. So it was the live. It was a live TV special. Nobody not, even not watched that. Mm-mm. Well, I watched it because I love Rent. Yeah, I you love watch Rent because just kind of shit you do with your free time. But we talking about the rest of us regular Negroes. <laughs> you know what? Look at my nipple. You see my nipple? Shut up. <laughs> I don't want to see your nipple, Robin. <laughs> I'm about to show you mine, and we all gonna be dead down to the Thank you for tuning in to the Decision Podcast. We just want to issue out a warning that tonight's show may not be safe for work. <laughs> if you show your nipple again one more time, you are discretion you advised. Definitely not for your mama's house. No, all this okay. good chocolate areola. <laughs> Anyways, um, music direction went to Foss and Burden, which nobody knows what that is. Nobody. <laughs> and it's just like, why? Why? Like, Homecoming was just so good. I it's- just feel like they don't want to give it to Beyonce. I feel like it's just a room full of haters, and it's just like, uh, it's Beyonce. And they just Every don't time give it to her. I'm on this podcast, I have to tell you, Neek Rose. <laughs> That white folks are not the standard and they will never fucking give us our thing. And give me my things. <laughs> they will never give us our things. And I know being Beyonce stands and Robin's a fan because he doesn't even know how to level up to the to stand him. <laughs> and he's showing his nipple all willy nilly, but <laughs> but won't do right by my girl. Even though that's what how we feel about her, like the production value, like literally okay, how great of a shot is it when you have a fucking iPhone negative two duct tape to a a dashboard while you singing your favorite Taylor Swift tune? Like, cartoon, what is it? Carpool? Carpool karaoke. It's cute enough, but like homecoming, like like literally, are, are we really weighing one against the other? And if we do, how do we come to the conclusion that, you know, James Corden, like, okay, it's cute. You know, congratulations. What you want a fucking cookie? Okay, not a, not just a cookie. You want an Emmy too for duct taping your negative two iPhone. I'm just, I'm just saying, from a technical pers- perspective, it is always a piece of art to be able to photograph and videograph black people of different hues. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, just to even like, even like portrait couples photography, a light skinned like dude and a dark skinned girl or opposite. Because I like a it. A lot of skill 
to even take a picture where both of them look good in that picture. Yes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but... And her, of course, I mean, like, it's just homecoming, again, was just a good-ass, black-ass time. And it was so, imp- it just, it just seems like, I mean, I know Shonda. I know I'm not supposed to be surprised. I know I know I'm supposed to be. But it's just, they repeatedly say, fuck you. Every time Beyonce does something for us. You know? They are not the standard. And that's why their their recognition to me means so very little. I think, you know, the last time I had the honor and the privilege to be on this pod, we talked about, you know, giving Beyonce her thing. I forget yep. what it was in conjunction to, but you know, they <laughs> well, are, <laughs> they are not the fucking standard. And if it were me and if I ever have the, um, the privilege to be honored in any given way, um, I would look at, uh, you know, a NAACP award with such, um, you know, with such adulation versus coveting, you know, chasing these, what I consider to be, you know, white folks awards for lack Absolutely. of a better term. Yeah. And that is what that is what I will say one hundred percent. Because let's be let's be one hundred percent completely honest right now. The Emmys until all of what three, four years ago mm-hmm. has been eighty percent white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all of their winners have been eighty percent white. So those are now the voting members of this award, which is how most of the awards work. When you win, you become a voting member. Mm. So for the last century, it has been these white people. Right. Yeah. So we've only started, you know, placing white people in there sporadically over the last five years because, you know, black has finally become in and Mm -hmm. the it thing. And let's, let's let some black people win before they read us for filth or get mad at us or you know start tweeting don't watch the emmys <laughs> yeah. yeah or oscar so white right exactly or oscar so, so white now, and then thereafter then there's a sprinkling of of diversity right. and they're like so they why this sprinkling right to make us look like okay well no the blacks are doing something so let's let's sprinkle a couple of blacks in there to make it look better, to make it look like we're doing something. So let's stop making it look like all of these white awards or what we should be winning that makes it the standard for us. Like Shonda said, like the NAACP award, let's make these black awards be the standard for what black is because it's actually black people voting for the award. Right. Especially since we know we push culture forward. Like American right. culture is pushed forward 100%. by everything that's black. Right. You know, Absolutely. we make we create all the, the fly dances. We push, you know, music forward. Fashion. Um, fashion. Everything. Everything. Hairstyles. Slang. You know, listen. You know, all of that comes from black culture. And because we are the standard, then I feel like when it comes to awards, then there there you go. Like, you know, when when Beyonce is awarded, which I'm sure she will be, in the realm of African American society, all of her things are given to her in that realm, then if we start to support our own to the extent that then we cannot be denied when it comes to theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I think we've ranted for long enough, so we're going to move on to our next section. <laughs> so, so, this is a 
special birthday <laughs> section. <laughs> Sorry, did you want to say something? No, I, okay. I was going to say exactly what you're saying right now. <laughs> okay. So we're calling this actual poor life decision. So we'll have, you know, it's going to be a rapid fire question session um, of would you rather. And I need you to just answer real quick. Don't. <laughs> Don't try to be tell me neither because I don't play that shit. That's right. You gotta <laughs> pick one. Okay. So, for the first question, because I gotta start off awful. Uh, would you rather eat shit that tasted like chocolate or eat chocolate that tasted like shit? <laughs> I see y'all. <laughs> no, I, I was waiting on who's gonna go first. Okay. I am gonna I'm gonna go with eat shit that tastes like chocolate because I'm allergic to chocolate and chocolate will kill me. So I'm gonna go with eat shit because okay. I don't think it'll kill me. Okay. I, I concur. Shit will kill you. Shit will kill you. It's, it's, it's literally what the body that. discards because it, but it ain't good for fact. But I don't know that for a fact yet. <laughs> I concur, Robin. I'd rather eat shit that tastes like chocolate. I Come think I'd rather really eat chocolate that tastes like shit because I feel like chocolate don't kill you. What <laughs> what do you say? That's gonna be my answer to all these questions. What do you say? Okay. So do you rather have three nipples or one nipple? Three. Do about nipples again? One. I'd rather, I'd rather have three. I'd rather have one. Dorian, what you say? Because I'm going to say what you say. There you go. That's an extra nipple. <laughs> <laughs> an extra nickel just, an extra nipple is more fun. All right. well, wait. Does the nipple have to be in the middle or just on one side? I don't know where your nipple's at. <laughs> Does okay, it have yeah, sensitivity? Will I, be, will I be physically stimulated? Y'all asking like... too many questions. <laughs> right. Okay, this, next question. This is okay. issue is, issue isn't. Okay. This one is super easy, but would you rather get drunk easily or stop drinking alcohol altogether? <laughs> Bitch, easily. <laughs> easily. Easily. I'm easy. And also easily. <laughs> uh, would you rather pick your nose at a dinner meeting with a client or a dinner meeting with your partner's parents? Oh, oh, the partner's parents. Partner's parents. Partner's parents. Client, fuck these white people. <laughs> exactly. Well, okay. No. My, my no, no, clients no. aren't no. all white, no, no. though. Mike's mom is a little bit older, and so, like, I don't even think she would be able to see me pick my nose. She, <laughs> so, there you go. See? <laughs> and see, my partner's parents, they young enough to be like, oh, shit, you got to pick your nose. Me, too. So, it's fine. <laughs> For party. So, would you rather stammer when you see your ex? Or not be able to say a word when you see your ex. Not be able to say a word. Wait, repeat the question. Would you rather stammer when you see your ex or not be able to say a word when you see your ex? Uh, I ain't got to say nothing. I don't stammer. So you don't want to say nothing. Right. <laughs> well, I would like to get these curse words out. So I'm a stammer. See. Um... <laughs> Oh, last one, and then we can move on. Wait, uh, no, I have a couple when you finish. Okay. Would you rather do meth or be a member of Scientology? 
This is Scientology. Damn, this is hard. <laughs> I can't do the dope. I can pretend like I, I believe in Scientology. Like I be believe, like I be pretending uh-uh, about not. Uh 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 uh. I think I'm going with meth. I think I'm going with meth. Uh uh-uh. uh. I, I feel like I, can't I can do a little bit. bit, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you have you're either a whole lifelong meth head. Or a lifelong Scientology. Y'all, uh-uh. I'm scared of Scientology. Uh-uh, but meth mess your skin up. Mm-hmm. But the scab is going to kill me. You be having crater face and stuff. I can't be you a meth head. Crater face and your teeth Ooh. is missing. Yeah, no. What's, what's yours doing? And I got good teeth. I can't miss um, my teeth. I feel like I can look all right with Scientology. <laughs> okay, but the question did not say that I could never get off of meth. No, I'm saying a lifelong meth or a lifelong Scientology. The Damn. problem with Scientology is when you try to leave, but if you stay in it, you good. Hello. Oh, I do have. I have one more for our Harry Potter people. Would you rather get a lap dance from Vernon Dursley in a G Street or a full body massage from Mr. Filch? Um. Uh, I'm gonna say a full body massage from Filch even though I don't like Filch but Vernon was such an asshole like he was such an asshole and he's huge he might crush my lap so (laughs) I'm gonna say Filch full body massage (laughs) which one was in Slytherin I like bad boys so Mr. Filch was like basically the janitor, but he was just like a weird. He was a he was guy. a dud. What do you call him? Okay. I forgot the word for him. Mm. Like he was and born Vernon, into a oh, magical I'm family. At his now I'm looking yeah. at his picture. He was and born like, into a magical family, but he doesn't have magic, and I forgot what they're called. <laughs> Sometimes they call it non-match. <laughs> yeah, non-match. And then Vernon was Harry's uncle who treated him like shit. I should know all of the the Harry Potter questions because Tyra was like of that age to be like a total fan, but I will admit that I slept through all of those movies. So I'm just gonna do whatever Chris do because I know she won't leave me wrong. Girl, I'm reading them as an adult. Okay, <laughs> I, I ain't never seen a one, so I'm gonna just not say nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna pretend you didn't say that, Chris. What are your questions? <laughs> okay, so. Would you rather be stuck in traffic for two hours or receive head for six hours without a climax? Stuck in traffic for two I'm hours. Because if you can't climax me, I don't know what we're here for. Right. <laughs> Come on, Shonda. Come on, Shonda. Rapid fire. Pew, pew, pew. Baby, I'm from, um, I'm, I currently live in the DMV. I'm so used to being in traffic for two hours. It ain't nothing but a thing. Okay, me too. I'd rather be stuck in traffic. Okay, this one is hard, y'all. This one is hard. Would you rather find true everlasting love or find a cure for cancer? Oh, a cure for cancer. That's easy. For me. That's easy. Fuck them hoes. Cancer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on, Doyle, don't let me down. I'm a cancer so love. <laughs> I pick love too. <laughs> I pick love too. Just because listen, cancer is awful. Fuck cancer. But okay, if we don't have cancer, there are plenty of other awful diseases and something's still gonna take you out. So 
I might as well be hunching and be in love. No, I mean, like, I'm a horoscope cancer, so. <laughs> now, let me let me say that you might be in love with somebody with cancer who can't do you sexy. <laughs> oh, no, that's horrible. I'm okay. just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, one last question. I had diabetes, so. <laughs> one last question. Don't, don't, okay, I'm just going to say it. <clears throat> Would you rather be able to dance like Michael Jackson or sing like Freddie Mercury? Oh, that's hard. Dance like Michael dance Jackson. Dance like Michael. I'm going to say dance like Michael because I can't dance. Am I the only <laughs> one that's going to pick Freddie Mercury? Obviously. Yeah. I have a question. I have one. I have one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather have done Poor Life Decisions podcast with Beyonce or your current co-host? Oh! My current co-host. <laughs> <laughs> No, my current my current co-host because Beyonce is too busy, and I also feel like she's gonna. She be made there. time. She made time to be your co-host. Now but what? I, but uh-uh. she has you know what? Image. But I still she feel like my current super... co-host, my current co-host, that's right. are way more exciting that's than I, Beyonce. That's what I was about to say. On, on Mike, yeah. like I just can't. She can't give me enough. Yes. Yeah. Beyonce be high in like half her interviews. I'd be so jealous. Every time I see, <laughs> every time I see her talk, I'd be so jealous. Like this bitch high. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> We're going to. Um... I can't believe y'all sat here and lied like y'all wouldn't choose Beyonce. <laughs> but that's okay. Now, that's okay, okay, so let's flip it. If you had said, would we rather have? Beyonce as a guest rather than our current guest. <laughs> you know how you do being Robin. If we didn't get you a whole evening. Okay, a I'm whole just, evening. I'm just saying if I got to tell the truth. You mm-hmm. know. But as That's a co-host, I feel like Beyonce would be too controlling because everything's right. got to happen in a certain way. And Maybe I am work like out that. From the podcast. Like it is it takes a it takes a work. It takes a great work for me to like relinquish like control cuz I'm really controlling. So I feel like me and Beyoncé would just clash too much and mm-mm, mm-mm. It would definitely start on time. It couldn't be 6:30 I know that's real. But it <laughs> it would be on her time though. Mhm. Cuz she right. got 511 children. Okay. <laughs> So we're gonna move on to our. Well, then it would be like Pacific time and not Central, and I ain't a time for that. <laughs> see, see, Shonda over there on a different time zone. I am on a, I'm on a different time zone. That's why I'm so I'm drunk right now because I've been drinking since six thirty my time. Oh God. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna move on to our next birthday special segment. Woo-hoo. So. We're going to help some of you with your poor life decisions, okay? <laughs> some of, now, I want to give a disclaimer. Some of these may enable you to make poorer life decisions. Absolutely. <laughs> I've had two glasses of Hennessy tonight, so I'm here for giving y'all poor life decisions. I'm telling y'all now. <laughs> so I borrowed some questions from Six Brown Chicks. Now, if y'all have never checked out Six Brown Chicks on Twitter... You in for a ride, okay? 
Why are we doing this? So once again, <laughs> we're going to make these rapid fire. You've got to give the first answer that comes off the top of your head. Real concise advice so we can cover several of these. So question number okay. one. On payday, I finally hooked up with a friend's baby mama. It's our little secret. We had a great time. Ended back at my house. She choked me during sex. It felt good until I passed out. I woke up with cash from my wallet gone. She swears <laughs> she didn't rob me. What to do? Call the police. Call Kamala. Kamala! <laughs> Kamala! <laughs> but I'm going to say, if you sniffing around with your homeboy's baby mama and you sneaking and she robbed you, charge that shit to the game. And sis, I stand. <laughs> See, that's how I feel, Chris, too. Because I'm just like, okay, so if it's my homeboy's girl, we had a good time. She did me right in the room. Right. Then I'm just going to go and pay for that. And pay be that girl me. for her services. Doyen? Right. As a feminist, <laughs> I say good for her. Rob these niggas. They've been robbing us our whole lives for centuries. <laughs> you know okay. what, Doyen? You're not an ass. You fall at. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> next question. Got married in June. His dusty ass ex-wife, he left her for me, told me they were still intimate. He denied it, so I told her to prove it or leave me alone. She sent me a video clip of my bed with him sleeping naked in the background. He says she broke in. Advice. I saw that one. <laughs> In the I words of the bottle. <laughs> in the words of our friends, well, in this pod that I love to read, our friends Crystal and Kid Fury, break up with him. <laughs> break up with him. <laughs> Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Right. <sighs> to be fair, I need better like evidence that, like than that. Like, take a video of you riding him. Like his sleep. I don't know if y'all did anything. Like you. But why are you in my house? Well, cause you're crazy. You seen, you seen uh that Beyonce movie. <laughs> listen, if y'all ever, y'all listen, uh uh, uh uh, uh uh, cause y'all just don't know. If you if you have nope. never seen a cancer up close and personal, from anyone with Zoya, <laughs> you came in my house. Bitch, I wish, I wish a, I wish a chick would. Ooh, in here, in my, in my boudoir. <laughs> he gotta die she gotta die too okay. that's why I watch so much investigation discovery I will get rid of your body down to the sick of tonsure don't fuck with me and you might be able to live live your life the way God wants you to not in my house now Shonda you know these folks don't know what a sick of tonsure is <laughs> Listen, they that's don't. why I'm throwing your body in the sick of tonsure now if you don't know what it is Google, nobody know what it is. <laughs> Google is your friend but they'll never find your body that's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, next question. My bestie and I have been through thick and thin for seven years. So, I secretly connected with this dude she's been off and on with, and now I have herpes for life. Why didn't she warn me about him? What else is she holding on to? That's how herpes work, baby. <laughs> Idiot. I just thought... <laughs> I just thought... I, I mean, I'm not a selfish person, y'all. I'm really not. But this this is something I 
I would say. Like, I would definitely be like, this bitch didn't even tell me this nigga gave her herpes. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. This bitch didn't think that she was going to be having her man. Right, right. So she thought herpes was a secret. <laughs> she thought it was going to be her herpes. <laughs> Not our herpes. Our not. Okay, we're gonna wrap it up. This is not. The, I got a couple more left. Okay, dated a woman from church for three years. I dumped her and brought another woman to service. My ex met us in the parking lot and shot me with a stun gun. <laughs> My date ran. The entire church saw but no one will admit. They told the police I had a seizure. Faith in God is gone. Advice. <laughs> Ain't no advice. Think, it, hashtag that, things that happen at Union Star. No weapon formed <laughs> against <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Shall prosper. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm, wait. No. Pause. <laughs> pause. Shonda, I don't know if you remember this. Oh, oh gosh! <laughs> when no, you you remember when when one of our friends happened to be married, and the girl that was doing her hair <laughs> was trying to talk to me, and we went like on a walk one night, whatever. Like as you know, two couples went on this, you know, went on a walk. So you know, my house is literally located a half a block from my church. <laughs> right. Uh huh. So as passing by the house, going to the to the walkway in our town, I was like, oh, that's the church I go to, blah, 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 blah. Why that son did she show up at my church with her kids? We have known each other all of three days. Showed up at my church with her kids. And during the, are there any guests? Mm. I'm in the choir stand. <laughs> One, I was shocked she was there. Two, <laughs> I didn't know she had kids. <laughs> three... <laughs> She stood up and said, my name is Prophetess Blankety Blank. I, rem- I, I, I vaguely remember that. You got to claim it. Guest. You got to claim it. You got to claim it in the name of Jesus. You want that man? You got to claim it. <laughs> no. And then she said, I am a guest of Robin's. <laughs> she was speaking it into existence. She tried her best. She what's did. that? What's right. that video with the little white girl out there? That's what the blessings. That's what the blessings. <laughs> that, <little Listen>. <laughs> that little video with the little white girl speaking the tongue. And shit. <laughs> That's when the blessings come in. Blessings come in. So you open your hands up like a funnel, so the blessings could come in. I remember seeing that tweet, and I was on the side of the church. <laughs> See, you know what? Nope, I can't deal with it. Listen, my <laughs> advice, my advice to this young man is to pray for God to help you uh, recover from your seizures because clearly you have seizures. The church, folk, the church folks ain't gonna lie on you like that. You have seizures. Those seizures are brought on by cheating, so don't cheat. <laughs> And you won't have seizures. It's stress. It's stress. It's stress. It's Y'all stress. Wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay, Down I got one. To the hope well. <laughs> one last one. One last one. Okay. 
this one is sad. Okay. <laughs> we broke up. <laughs> we broke up, but decided to continue living together to save on our bills. He's dating. I'm not. Secretly, I just want him. The other night, we slept together. The next morning, he asked that I change the sheets for his new woman that he was bringing over tonight. Help. I saw that one, too. I, I really do fool with six brown chicks, even though they toxic and shit. Um, <laughs> what? I mean... This one, this one really hurt my heart because this girl is really confused. And, you know... She she don't know how to get over a man. You know, you can't still live together, sis. You can't. You and can't. she one, number she one. don't know how to not fuck with feelings. She don't if know how. Because um, my thing is, apparently, apparently, it's all all the messages are crossed up. Because why would he ask you to change the sheets? Right. Nigga, you change the goddamn sheets. <laughs> right. If, if there wasn't a wet spot in the bed, I would have sit. You know what, Dory? I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I what in the toe off did you just say? Better put the white sheet over my face. I'm gone. I, I would have left some kind of sign so that she know that he been fucking. <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> when I when I was when I was young like high school age and messing with a dude that was not high school age and had his own apartment. I used to try to leave a little shit over there mm-hmm. so that the next girl would know. But uh, that didn't ever work. He just <laughs> threw my shit away. I'm like, oh, Co- yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more, one more, one more, one more. This is the last one, this is the last one, this is the last one. Okay, here we go. Girlfriend of three months has moved in and our sex has worsened while my expenses have doubled. Last time we hooked up, she abruptly left the bed. I was mid-stroke to finish off in the bathroom with her vibrator. She won't discuss her toys. Advice. I'm going to tell him like I told the last one. Charge it to the game. <laughs> <laughs> this girl done finesse her way up on a free apartment utilities she probably got some bomb ass cable like she really done did it she really done did it i've got a folder in my office that says send her back that has return to sender labels in it you and your vibrator going back to your mama's house (laughs) i mean for her to get a whole apartment with bills paid after three months. I uh, commend her. That's all I'm saying. First of all, uh, see, don't start nothing you can't keep up, ladies. Turn that hot girl summer into a fast ass fall. No, fuck that. (laughs) Do not pimp me on the prom. He is in my apartment and can't. (laughs) Listen, y'all. He is letting her do it. I mean, you letting me do it. And I'm gonna let her go home if to her mama. Let, if you let me the lay sex up trash, cause he ain't getting his. Is that why the sex is trash? I guess, but she ain't worried about getting hers, cause she go in the bathroom with her vibrator, so it's all good. Listen, I'm all about, I'm all about sex and right. her vibrator. No, which means you are only with me because of my apartment and because it's freeness that I can give you. So How many niggas have done the same? Once again, no, but I'm saying, don't, don't. 
don't ride me, don't ride me till I get off for three months, and then you move in, and then you like, ooh, dick, I can't suck that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's, 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 that's a ride and then sucking dick. So those are two different activities. Two different activities. Can, some, can <laughs> someone go ahead and give that not safe for work this time again? <laughs> <laughs> Because we ventured into a territory that I don't okay. think that the listeners are ready for. Listen, like for centuries, men have gotten theirs without women getting theirs. <laughs> I mean, I do, look, I do not, I do not disagree with that. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is, uh-huh. do not for three months pimp me on the promise uh-huh. and ride me like a rodeo star for three uh-huh. months. And then I move you uh-huh. in, and uh-huh. you getting this free cable and uh-huh. free rent and all these free groceries. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, uh-huh. "Ooh, baby, ride me!" Uh-huh. And you like, "Ooh, ride? What's uh-huh. that?" Uh-uh. <laughs> I, I read somewhere. I don't want to hear. I read somewhere that riding dick gives cancer. Uh-huh. I don't want to uh-huh. hear that shit. <laughs> I did. I did. I, it does. I read no. somewhere that uh-uh. most heterosexual relationships, a woman never gets hurt. The woman never gets to the See. point of climax, and most women fake it. See. Is that? Well, have you? you know did what? y'all read that statistic? And that's fine too, no, because that's fine. Because because in the last three months, if I didn't give you theirs, you should have moved in with a nigga who gave you yours. <laughs> well, that's why she got the toys, because I'm gonna get to the mountaintop. It okay. might not. Be. You know the niggas that give you theirs don't have a place to move. <laughs> they don't have a place. They don't. That the passion. That the passion never have a permanent address. Did you take your cardboard box over to his mama house with him? I know it's the bum and you got it going on. Can you give me some of that thug passion, baby? Oh, oh, oh. But. Thug passion never has a permanent address. <laughs> all we're saying, Robin, I understand you got to speak for the men folk, but all we're saying is, if you find a fool, bump him on the head. And if you let me move in with you, I'm going to continuously bump you on the head. That's My granny said. And the thing is, and I am 100% fine with that because I believe in a bumped head fool. <laughs> but <laughs> if I know like you didn't gave it to me for three months straight, every day, on the weekends, in the car, after the movies, in the movie theater, in the drive-in, at Sonic, you're sucking my dick. Not but at Sonic, not at <laughs> You move into my house. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, and now all of a sudden you're like, ooh, sex, what's that? <laughs> Listen, uh doing it, we're finna move on because Robin is not finna have somebody sucking dick next to my cherry lime. That is right, not gonna that's, happen. That's what it's Ain't nobody going sucking dick next to my cherry lime. That's when you go too far. Um or my cheddar poppers. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Cheddar peppers. Cheddar peppers. <laughs> Shit. You know, Jameson. So Doyen, let's, let's move the people on. Right. Let's move on to our favorite part, Doyen. To buy you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, we said well, we set out to for our birthday. We set out to have a good ass black ass time. Okay. So Doyen, who are you? <laughs> who are you buying a drink for? I am buying a drink for my favorite co host, uh, Chris. 
I couldn't have the podcast of my dreams without her and all the work that she does. Like, we get on here and spew shit, and then she makes it sound great. And I am so appreciative of her. And I love you. (laughs) I love you more. Oh, well, I mean, it is our birthday episode. So you guys probably saw this coming, but I'm definitely buying a drink for my co-host. <laughs> Just because being having a podcast was something that I wanted to do ever since 0809 and always second guess myself. I couldn't do that. And y'all, I would still be making practice recordings if it wasn't for Toyin <laughs> being like, nah, this good. We're gonna put this out. <laughs> so I thank her so much for that push and for her creative mind. The girl's a creative genius. She's a marketing genius. I thank her so much for all of that. And I also wanna buy a round I'm big ball in the night, baby. I wanna buy hey. a round for all of our listeners. Like it hey. Oh, I forgot to read <laughs> You guys have been doing a great job of leaving us reviews. Please continue doing so. Next week, we're going to be right back on our regularly programmed schedule, and we'll get back to reading those reviews. We appreciate it. Um, But yeah, you guys have been awesome. I'm always impressed, you know, when Doyen sends me, like, the analytics. I'm like, damn, that many people listen to us? Like, I'm always (laughs) impressed, and I just can't thank y'all enough. I can't thank enough our friends of the pod, like, Robin and Shonda and we have Becca in her absence these people have been here from the very beginning okay and stuck with us through the the horrible audio and everything and just gave us room to grow and we appreciate it so thank you guys the Anchata episode (laughs) (laughs) listen listen I do said you, I was gonna be less drunk this episode than the Hinchata. I, 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 I was gonna ask, did you make it? I did a lot better than the Hinchata. So, Robin, do you have anyone you'd like to buy a drink for tonight? You know, let's see. If I have to pick, I am going to buy a drink for my baby Tyra. Yay! Um She is actually our guest co-host, Shonda. She is her daughter, who is my goddaughter, who I have known literally since birth um, and is like my baby to the heart. She's doing big things, graduated Howard and is now in Detroit, just living her best life. And I am loving her to death as always. So all the drinks go to her, Um, her graduation weekend, her and her best friend. um, (laughs) As we were doing all this extra shit and buying drinks for her little graduation party, her and her best friend like stole a whole lot of um, champagne and wine and took it back to their dorm room. (laughs) 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 And had the best times of their life. (laughs) And of course they told me and not my mama. (laughs) She's also one of the few people I know that can keep Shonda in check, so... Yes, baby Blanco. I love, (laughs) right, which I love because I've been trying to keep Shonda in check for twenty years now, and it has not worked. It doesn't work. We try, young lady. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's an amazing individual, and I'm not biased at all when I say that. Um, you know, as her mom, it has been the greatest privilege and joy of my life to see her evolve from like this little baby into this grown ass woman. 
and being so gangsta and wanting to live out her purpose. She came into town this weekend for the Congressional Black Caucus. She partied like a rock star, sat on a panel, um, you know, is really big into, um, she sits on a board for this um, this uh, organization called SI360 about um, social awareness and impacting um, impacting the community through um, social entrepreneurship. And so uh, I'm not biased at all, but she is an amazing <laughs> young lady, and I'm very proud to be her mommy. That's well, my Shonda, baby. Do you have when anyone you'd like to buy a drink for? <clears throat> wait, well, wait. oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Noy. Sorry. When I turn 35 and decide to have a kid, I just need to hit you up and make sure that I don't oh. break <laughs> if I ever get me a baby, I'm definitely dropping it off at Shonda's. Right. I will pay you child support. I will. <laughs> that is the plan for all of my friends, and I just need y'all to know and understand this. As I venture into this new phase of my life, being an empty nester, y'all are so shit out of luck. I'm about to I don't life care like nothing dope. about them. Gotta come lately, friends. Okay. I remember when Tyra was an arm baby. And I'm gonna drop my baby off, and I don't want to hear shit about it. I don't care about the mother friends. I'm gonna take, take, take it now, Chris. As one of Shonda's longest friends, she ain't shit. Don't drop your baby off over there. <laughs> like Tyra is literally like this child is a child of purpose, and God knew that I wasn't ready, so He just gave her what she needed to be a success. <laughs> Because child, it has been a struggle, but you know we are we are here, and like one of the proudest moments of my life was seeing her graduate and having Robin there to see her walk across the stage. And actually, she's an accomplished musician. She plays the classical harp. She actually played at her graduation. So being able to see her not only walk across the stage, but use her um, throne room instrument, because you know Dave and played the harp. Nah, okay. we mm. want to get we want to get biblical. Mm. You know, he, he I saw that wedding on Tyler Perry. <laughs> Listen, y'all not stringing my baby up by, by by her neck to play no harp from the ceiling. She played you know on the ground. Buy your drink. Buy your drink. What's, who your drink for? My drink is for Chris and Doyen because we understand that you know creating a podcast is no small small feat. You have to market. You have to make sure that you have actual listeners who want to hear what the hell you got to say. It takes an, um, an immense amount of editing. It takes research. And it also takes a financial investment. And we watched this pod come from an idea into an actual thing. And it came into fruition in such a beautiful way. We understand that there's a great amount of diligence that it takes. And so we tip our, we put our pinky fingers up. <laughs> and we tip our glasses to Doyen and Chris for ne- making poor life decisions a thing that will help people to make better life decisions and also increase the sale of liquor. So, hello. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Wait, wait. I do yes, have yes, yes. one yes, more yes. Uh, poor life decision question. Sure. Would you rather have your whole internet search history revealed to your friends or family? Or have your your pinky finger chopped off? <laughs> in my old age, like yeah, how, see, how far back see. are we going? Because like, in my old age. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, my my history is set to delete. Uh, no, all of it. Like, 
It deletes <laughs> every 24 hours. It deletes. It doesn't matter. It would have all of it. It deletes. You know what? I don't care. If it delete if it deleted or not, I do not care. Everybody you know in what? the world. Because once I'm gone, I mean, what you gonna do to me? Exactly. <laughs> I don't care either. Also, it can happen when I'm alive because my folks don't know nothing about no internet, and I could tell them anything. <laughs> <laughs> I could be like, no. <laughs> BBC stands for beautiful black <laughs> curly hair <beard> girl. <laughs> Oh, you remember that time recently when we were okay. talking about Safari's Duck and I went on this quest to find Safari's Duck? Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, no, it was Meek. It was Meek Meal. Yeah, that was Meek Meal yeah. junk yeah. you couldn't find. I, I found Safari's. It was beautiful. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I mean, at this point, like, I'm not ashamed. It was once upon a time where I would have been ashamed for my mom to find, like, certain things out. But, like, at this point, like, I had to get here some way. So... Right. I, I don't necessarily feel like, you know, people finding out my internet history is is the worst thing that could happen. I was like, no. Ebony takes BBC is a that's a that's a that's a book I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Doyen. Okay. Tell the people how they can talk to us, where they can find us. Alrighty, so we are on Instagram as Poor Life Decision. We're um, one decision because we're changing them one at a time. Amen. Uh, we are on Twitter as PLD Pod. Chris keeps it lit on the tweets, and I just come in with some random shit. Uh, <laughs> we are on Etsy as Poor Life Decision. One word again, just like our Instagram. Um, email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Tell us about your poor life decisions, or just tell us about who. Um, you'd like to buy a drink for it. We'd That's love right. to share that on the pod. That's right. Slide into our DMs. We talk back. We I talk back. I mean, unless you trying to, you know, set up some kind of overseas account and rob us, then no, we don't talk Yahoo back. Yahoo boy. <laughs> but otherwise, we talk back. Please leave my people alone. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was not, like, I had to catch myself. <laughs> but you... You caught it is all I'm saying. If it wasn't a fact, you would not have known. <laughs> I love doing it with all of my heart. So thank you guys. Um, we hope that we made your week a little bit lighter. We thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Robin is just determined. We, we thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, call your mom, drink you some water. What else, and Thanks for tuning in for a whole year. A whole black ass year. <laughs> I think I year. think it's just a beautiful thing that not only have you guys created this, this podcast for good fun and lighthearted banter about current topics, you also zone in um, every episode and talk about things that um, that will improve the quality of people's lives, mental health, being you know spiritually aware what you guys have been able to accomplish this year has been stellar and there are only bigger better things to come and i pray that over both of your lives independent of the podcast but and also conjunction to the podcast great job you guys Uh, you've not been drinking you know what i'm a drunk prayer so (laughs) y'all 
Okay, I better wrap this up before this I go into drinking. This helpful with drinking. A word. I'll All right, you a word. I feel it coming on. All right, guys, we love you yeah. and thank y'all. Bye. 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 One time for the birthday, bitch. Two times for the birthday, bitch. Three times for the birthday, bitch. Fuck it up if it's your birthday, bitch. Fuck it up if it's your birthday, bitch. Fuck it up if it's your birthday.